Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back, Droid Life Show, episode 32 tonight. Uh, I'm your host, Kellen, and uh, with me, as always, Tim, Ron, and Eric, which I'm going to allow introduce themselves for those on the audio feed so you guys know who's with me. Uh, go for it, Tim. Hey, guys. Tim here from Droid Life, as always. Hi, this is Ron. Hey, it's Eric. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, welcome back. By the way, um, it's been a it's been a month since we've all. I think I was looking. It's been a month since the four of us have gotten together and actually done a show, which is kind of crazy. It's been a it's been a while. Since we kept planning it. Yeah, I mean, Tim and I just kind of ran with a solo Friday show one day, but otherwise we've had like travel for Droid stuff and Google stuff and Moto X stuff and G two stuff and soon Galaxy Note three stuff. But we slipped in a show. I think we'll probably have a show next week as well. But uh, anyways, thanks again for joining us. Episode 32, our count slowed down a little bit over this last few months. We're getting up there. Maybe we'll do something special for like 50. Who knows? Uh, anyways, let's talk about let's talk about the Moto X, okay? Because we all haven't been together enough now that I've got one in hand. Moto X. To, uh, yeah, to really talk about some of this stuff. So we've reviewed it, or I've reviewed it now. Um. We've got all kinds of like other stories still kind of floating around about the Moto X, like whether there's a Google Play version coming and if it's going to differ in any way, um, Motorola and a Nexus maybe, I don't know. So I've got the Moto X here, I've reviewed it, and I've also sort of wrote a post about how I'm probably going to make this my phone until the next Nexus comes out. Uh, because I actually really do like this phone. Other than the camera being... Um, I don't know how to put this nicely. The camera has sort of turned into a disappointment. In my review, I was, I, was, I was generous to it and said it's like a decent camera. I will say now that it's... Okay, it's still just decent. It's not good. It's not, it's not terrible. Um, I'm sort of missing the camera on my Galaxy S4 Google Play Edition just a little bit, not going to lie. Um, but other than that, I love the sort of notification active display stuff. You know, I've used, I've actually used the uh, touchless, touchless whatever, touchless control, I think it's called. I've actually used that a little bit more. It's actually learned my voice enough now that it works a little bit. Um, but I think what I really like is, like, the form factor. I, I, I didn't realize how much I missed holding a phone that actually, like, fits in your hand and you can use with one hand. Uh, every other phone I've had before this is, like, almost a two-hander. The Galaxy S4 is... It's close to being a one-handed device, but this one really is. Uh, I don't know. I like the look of it, and we'll be designing our own soon. I don't know how much I can say about that, actually. I think I'm under an embargo or something, but um, yeah, well, we'll be designing uh, one soon. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I, I have the Verizon one now, and uh, you know, it's it's been a nice little phone. I really, really enjoy it. So... Um, what about you guys, though, after you've seen reviews come out, you've seen me talk about it constantly, what do you guys think about the Moto X? Like, is uh, it something that's now on your radar, like you might want one, or are you looking <laughs> at all these other options? What do you I think, think we already so, know what Ron feels about the Moto X, that everyone should just <laughs> buy one. <laughs> should just buy one. Everyone uh, should buy one. Yeah. I, uh, I still have yet to play with the X. Like, I, I don't live that far from Kellen. I feel like I should just kind of, like, ambush him <laughs> outside his house and say, let me play with it. But, uh, yeah, I'm just, I, I'm I not, thought about doing the same thing. I'm not really, I'm not really on, on to do that with the, the X for some reason. Like, it doesn't really, like, it impresses me. But if it was, like, a different phone, say, like the S4, something like a, a top-tier flagship device, I would have been over there already. The X, 
is impressive, but I don't feel like it offers anything that I have to like go see right away and like hold and all that stuff. Like I'm patient, I'll just wait. But um, I don't know. I don't really have much else to say. I, if you say the camera sucks, then I'm already like turned off because <laughs> I use the camera on my phone more than I use like the phone feature itself or even texting. Like I use the camera so much. This is where so, you plug yourself on Instagram. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, like, Instagram, fine. Follow me on Twitter, at Tim Otato. <laughs> but, uh, so, so, yeah, the camera sucks, and that's a real downer, because I was hoping Motorola was going to pull their stuff together and take care of that. So, Yeah, the, uh, the camera, like, you can take some really nice shots. Like, Motorola and, like, Guy Kawasaki, all these people keep posting them, because it takes, it, it can capture, like, moving objects without blur and stuff, and it can do that, but like, I swear you have to take, like, six to get one to come out good, and you just shouldn't have to do that. Like, I take a lot of pictures in my house of, like, my cats and stuff like that, and one of those weird people, and they almost always have too much noise. It overprocesses the hell out of them, and not none of them are that great unless you're, like, in really good light. And so, like, my Instagram has been lacking because I take a picture, and I'm like, that doesn't even look good enough for Instagram or oh, a filter. So. That's, oh, yeah. Instant. I said to myself, so, uh, where are Kellen's cats every day? I'm like, I know. where have they gone? Yeah, I know you're wondering. So the yeah, other camera, it's it's starting to starting to bug me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Like I really like everything else about the phone, except the camera's starting to bug me. So. Well, at least you can get to the camera app quickly by flicking your wrist and stuff. That's <laughs> throwing it across. Yeah, <laughs> and and I've gotten better at that. But yeah. Oh, I, good to know. I actually do use that quite a bit too. Because if I'm just like if I pull it out of my pocket, I'm like, oh, I could either tap a button or I'll just do this little shake thing. It actually is kind of handy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. Like with the uh, when they had it on the Moto Active, the little wrist flick. Told yeah. you. I think you when you when you hear it told to you, it sounds really dumb, but it's it's very intuitive motion. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it is. So Ron, you wrote a little piece about how you like the Moto X, or you think people should get it. And yeah. I'm not like tro- I'm not trolling you right now, but you actually did say that I'm you ready like for the it. Moto X. <laughs> yeah. No, just go. Like let's hear let's hear the Moto X talk. Yeah. No, I mean I think I think. You know, it's we've seen a lot of Android phones come out, especially over the last two years in particular, with where you know, kind of the features have kind of slowed down, and a lot of the things have been more gimmicky, uh, like looking away from your phone deposit. Like that, I get how some people would like that, but that's not like a feature that you're going to use constantly. I don't think, um, unless like you're constantly watching media and your phone is your only computer, then I guess that would be kind of cool. But um, but you know, like the like like we were talking about, like shaking your phone to jump to the camera, which I talked about when we when it was first rumored, and how like I think that's a really really good idea because um, I'm constantly taking pictures now, uh, just with my nephew, and it's gonna get worse when I have my own kids. So like, thing things like that, the notifications. Um, you know, I don't like notification lights. I get that you can you know customize them with uh, whatever that app is called. Um, light glow. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I've got, I've got on my purple razor, um, and it works well. Uh, but you know, I prefer seeing, like, seeing the notifications and getting a little bit more detail, which you know, Moto X does a lot better. Um, so it's just a lot of those little features, and it's very, very close to stock, except for the few carrier things that are on there, which is a bummer. But, um, but you know, because of that, we know it's going to hopefully get faster updates and that kind of thing. So I just, I think the hardware looks great. The, the big thing is being able to customize it, which right now is going to be exclusive to AT&T, but eventually we opened up everybody. And like the idea that you can get a phone that, you know, performs well by all accounts that has um, software features that are actually enhancing the phone, in my opinion, 
um, and that you can customize and tailor to your own specific tastes. I think that's really cool. I love the idea of seeing a bunch of people with Moto X's and they're all the same hardware and they're all having the same software experience, but they're different hardware. Like that's seeing a manufacturer finally do that and saying, hey, we can differentiate on hardware and, and we don't have to differentiate as much on software to the point where you're not going to get an update for a year, I think that's really cool to finally see. Yeah, I hope that, uh, like, even if this isn't the phone for everyone, you know, with the customizing and stuff, hopefully that means that Motorola is going to do this in the future with, like, all of their phone, all of their really big flagships. Like, they're just going to let you customize them. So if you get one after this one that hopefully meets everyone's spec standards, like, you'll still be able to customize it. I hope they continue. It'll be really cool. Uh, Eric, you're, you're one of those guys that's got a Galaxy Nexus, right? So you're, like, kind of due for a new phone. Oh, my God. I'm so ready. Oh, this thing so, is going to be crazy. So is the Moto X, like, even on the short list? Yeah, I would say that it is. And I, I want to go back to something that Tim said earlier, you know, that he wasn't being drawn over to your house because, you know, there weren't any, like, fancy, you know, big-name specs. But I think that's what Motorola is trying to do. And from every everybody that I've heard, you know, first says, oh, well, you know, it doesn't have anything big that sticks out on paper. But once they get it into their hands and they actually you know, use it, it, you know, their tone kind of changes. And I've heard that consistently in almost every review that I've read is that this phone performs differently once you, you know, pick it up and start using it. So it is definitely on the short list of something that um, I'm going to look at for upgrade. Um, I just think, I think they're trying to do something different, and I know that made a lot of people angry. I think most of the hate was just that the price, you know, mm-hmm. that we were kind of speculating that they could do something different with this, you know, since the specs weren't so good. But I feel like Motorola is, you know, standing behind this. It's, you know, saying we believe that this phone can compete with the S4 and the One, you know, without the same, you know, internals. Right, which I think is going to be kind of cool to see, you know, especially with 4.3 where we're going to kind of see where Android's getting to the point where performance is good with pretty much any specs, like I've got, I've got my uh, Droid Incredible sitting over there running 4.2, and it's janky, but it's not like horrible, you know, like, and that's that's a crazy old phone, like running mm-hmm. now. It's now not, you know, there's not a 4.3 ROM on it yet, but you know, like that's pretty crazy that we can get get that far with that we've gotten that far with Android. So if it's running okay on like a crazy old phone, then it's going to run great on lots of other phones, which is pretty cool. Yeah, like the the Moto X, so. I've been using it for, I don't know, right around two weeks or something now. I, I haven't once gone, damn, I wish I had a quad core. Oh, I, w- I really wish this was 1080p. Like, I haven't said either of those things. So it's it's not like I've gotten over that fact because it's still, just because the way the industry's gone for the last two years, it's still kind of like, do I really want to pay 199 for this thing when the Galaxy S4, like, on paper is a better phone? Uh so that's still bugging me a little bit, but yeah, like in the two weeks I've had it, I've never once said, I want a better display, I need a new processor. It runs absolutely fine, it's fast, there's no lag in it, it plays games fine, and it's a smaller package than these other phones, so it's better to put in your pocket, to carry around, to hold, all that stuff, so yeah. It's an, inter- it's an interesting phone. I just wish, I just, I just think everyone should go just play with it for a little bit. I'm not saying everyone should go buy the damn thing, but yeah, everyone should go see if they think it's... I, don't I just wish we could all customize it right now. Mm, it sucks. Well, so good. I think what you said, you know, since the industry's been going that way where, you know, do I want to pay this amount for, 
something that doesn't have these specs. I think Motorola is trying to stem that, you know, war because even if you buy the Note 3 and it comes out with, you know, the the S4 800 and all that kind of stuff, there's going to be a new processor like two months down the road anyway. So at that point, you're going to be behind, you know, even then. Even when you spent the big money to get the big specs, you know, the way it's going, you're going to be behind anyway. So I think Motorola yeah. is saying, like, this is stupid. Why don't we just make something that you, you'll you actually want to use for two years instead of just buying it for, you know, the specs that put it together? Yeah, and that's always been, like, the problem with, like, the whole, like, spec war idea of, like, okay, well, you, you got to get, like, the best phone with the absolute best specifications. But the reality is, like, when you decide, hey, I'm going to buy it, especially, you know, if you look back a year, but really even two years ago, like, where, like, every month there's a new phone coming out from a manufacturer with, like, slightly better specifications. And it's like, well, when when am I supposed to buy a phone? Because I know that in a couple weeks there's going to be a better one out. And that, like, so when, when the standard is, okay, I need to get the phone with the best specs, and I'll have to customize the software and, and put a custom ROM in there so I make it to this software that I like, like, when that's the game, like, it sucks because it's really hard to be just a regular person who's on a two-year contract saying, oh, yeah, that's, that's the phone I'm going to get and be stuck with it, and hopefully there's not some random software problem that they're never going to fix because they're working on the next eight phones that they're coming out with this year. And so, like, as that's slowed down and as Android has matured and as specs have become less important for that, I think we're getting to this point where, like, this inflection point where, like, a lot of Android phones, even if they're mid-range, are going to be really good for a lot of people, and they can start customizing and, and selling phones for things that are other than, you know, if you look away from this phone, it pauses the video. Like, we can do more than that. Well, I think that's that's actually a really interesting point that you brought up the mid-range phones being better for the regular consumer because, say, like, when I have a family member or a friend ask me what phone they should get, I'm like, I don't have to recommend the latest and greatest device because I know that even if they get something a little lesser than, say, a Galaxy S4, they're still going to be getting a good experience. And to right. me, like, that, that is so important for Android because, I mean, there's so many people who get, like, a cheap Android phone and they just have a crappy time. Yep. And uh, and to me, that's exactly. Hey, hey, man, what whatever phone you buy <laughs> is not my problem. So like, <laughs> so to me, you told me to buy it to him personally. I know, yeah, you called before me we met years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and so I think it's really important that as long as people, I mean, sure, if you're, you can still buy a, a dollar Android phone on a prepaid plan, and it's gonna suck. But yep. um, you don't have to get the latest and greatest to get a good experience. And um, unfortunately, the X isn't priced like that. But um, it's a step in the right direction, I think. So, yeah. Yeah, the whole made in or assembled in the U.S. thing is probably what ended up pushing that price really high. Well, we'll see if they if they do if they sell one through Google Play. I guess we'll see what they price that at. It's not going to be apparently now a Google Play edition or something, but maybe they'll drop that one. Uh, but yeah, like the mid-range phone thing, it's gonna get better, which is kind of nice. Like there was a a while. Well, look look at the Android distribution numbers and all the phones like still running Gingerbread. That's because those were like terrible free mid range phones that everyone bought and were stuck with and all that stuff. But yeah, the Moto X. I don't know what else to say about it. It's not. It comes out what next? What is what's today? I don't know. It's supposed to come out maybe the twenty third. Right. On AT&T and Sprint, and then maybe the next yeah. week after that on Verizon. Yeah. So, so next week, Friday, and then two soon, weeks. so I can get rid of this thing, please. <laughs> oh my god. Are you gonna get just like a regular one? You're not gonna wait for customization? Yeah, I I can't, I can't wait. This thing is <laughs> run its course. 
Um, I'm probably going to try and put uh, CyanogenMod 10.2 on it tonight to see if that will hold me over. You're going, uh, to you're, put, stock right now? you're going to put the first nightly build of Cyan yeah. mod on your that's phone. That's how desperate I am. It fixes it. That's oh how desperate I am. What are you running right now? Don't run stock. Come on. You need to put on like a carbon ROM is what I would recommend for you right carbon. now. Carbon. Something. I, like yeah. I don't put on the first nightly build of 10.2. My god, man. You're going <laughs> to well, have so many no. problems. No. Like, no. Like, yeah. Like 4.3 mod. But they've got to have a 4.2 uh, yeah, table, don't they? Yeah, yeah do of that. Course, of course they do, but Eric wants the latest and greatest crap. So he's yeah, but there's got to be there's got to be like another 4.3 build that's just stock that somebody did like yeah. two weeks yeah. ago. It's yeah. probably just fine. No, no, no. It's a Verizon Nexus. It's not allowed to have it. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Nothing's ever easy with this phone. No, oh, please. The poor Galaxy Nexus. Uh, all right, so moving on to Moto X, let's just talk quickly about the, the new droids because they're coming out next week as well. So I can't believe it's been this long. We haven't even talked about these much. So the week, it was I think it was like the week before, right, that Motorola announced the Moto X, Verizon announces these new droid phones which do every single thing that the Moto X does. And then they, like, potentially do a couple other things. Like two of them have wireless charging. They have bigger displays. Though they're still 720p, uh, and they have, you know, one of them, the Max, has like way better battery life because it's a Max and apparently can get 48-hour battery life. So they announced these things the week before, which is just the weirdest move. It shows you what kind of power I think Verizon has. Like they clearly went, yeah, we'll sell your Moto X, but we're gonna, we want you to make these three Droid phones for us first, and we're gonna announce them before you get to announce your new baby. Uh, I, I just found that completely odd, and I played with all of them and. I didn't really like any of them just because I didn't like the look of them because I'm kind of picky like that. Uh, the phones are fine. They perform well, and I should have a review. You know, I think of an Ultra maybe tomorrow, so we'll do some comparisons stuff like that. So if, if you're thinking of getting a Droid and you don't want the Moto X, you know, it does everything the Moto X does. But if you get the Max, like, it'll have crazy battery life. Like, you can't really go wrong there. It has the same camera, though, so, again, it won't be the best camera ever. Um, at a 720p display of 5 inches, I guess you might have to worry a little bit about seeing some pixels, but probably not too much. Uh, I don't know. So those are coming. Like, do you guys... Like, if you had a choice, would you buy a new Droid, or would you go Moto X? Like, which one? Would you go, like, Max... Or would you go glossy ultra, or even mini? So or would you go Moto I, had X? A, uh, I had a five-hour car ride today to uh, sit there with my Galaxy Nexus and have a have a you know have a deep think about what I was going to do with my life coming in the in the coming months. And uh, first world I problems. Mean, <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, the Moto X is definitely on the list, but if I was going to go for a Droid it would be the Max. And I was seriously considering, you know, putting the Max and the Moto X in each hand and, you know, weighing the pros and cons literally because I use my phone all the damn time and uh, battery life has always been an issue with every phone that I've bought. It's just been horrible battery life. So at this point, you know, I'm willing to make some exceptions if I get some pretty good battery life. So I'm definitely... Like, the Max is probably the only one on my radar for me, but I could see, you know, the Ultra being super slim in the, what is it, the Mini? Mini, yeah. 
You don't want the mini. Of a third name. No. Um, <laughs> you know, I could see that being for certain people as well. So. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing is, like, the mini is uh, it's 99 on contract, has a 4.3 inch 720p display, and it does everything that like the Moto X does, and it's you know sl- slightly smaller, I guess. They're but all it, the uh, same phone. I mean, they're they're. Yeah, I mean, they really are. It's they really of, are. So really, even when you say, "Oh, do I want to get the X or the Ultra?" I mean, then all you have to base your your want on is the look itself, I think, and, and the uh, battery, and the battery, and but, thickness. Uh, yeah, but come on, it's the same well, phone. This you know, is same phone. Yeah. This is before yeah. the Moto X on Verizon has customization. Right. Well, at this point, they're you know pretty much level. But I think once the Moto X gets that customization, then it's got you know a little bit of an edge there. Oh, then the X all the way. If I had to take one right now, though, I would probably just take the Max or the X. I don't know. That's kind of hard to. That's kind of hard to yeah, tell without ha- without having touched both. Like I mean, the Max, of course, with that huge battery life. Why not? But uh, I don't know. That's a hard question. Come on. Hard question. I know. It is tough. And then you've got the one coming the week after that, and then the Galaxy Note. Oh God, three. the one! Jeez, it's mm. it's insane. The one. What a disaster it, that it is! It is not the one you're looking for. <laughs> it is not. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, droids. Uh, we'll have an Ultra probably tomorrow. The Max, hopefully Monday or Tuesday. I think they come out Tuesday actually. So. Our review for the Ultra will probably be ready by then. Max, obviously not. So we'll do some comparisons. We'll let you guys sort of decide there. Lots of Motorola choices, though. Uh, but speaking of choices, LG G2. Tim was at the event for that last week, and uh, that's coming to every carrier. So AT&T, T-Mobile, Sprint, Verizon. Verizon's even got a, a sign-up page up already, which is kind of crazy. They've kind of gone off with the sign-up pages lately. There's like a Moto X, an HTC One, and a G2 sign-up page. Yeah, they're not joking, uh, right? No, they're not. So, Tim, let's, let's talk about the G2. You were there. Let's talk about it. You, you, you took it all in. <laughs> it was the phone of your dreams, or maybe not. What, what do you think? Like, what did you come away with, or just thoughts in general on G2? Let's cool. hear it all. You know, this is my type of question. The G2 is really cool, man. Um, as crazy as crazy as it sounds, like um, the phone itself. Um, you know, user interface stuff kind of sucks. All the LG little tweaks and all that. A lot of software that's added in that's completely unnecessary, it would seem like. But the phone itself, uh, light, very awesome, 5.2-inch 1080p display, 13-megapixel camera with OIS technology. And I called that today, what did I call it? Like uh, anti-shake mumbo-jumbo. But, uh, like, I mean, from from the time I spent with it, it was really sweet. I was really impressed. Um you know, the back buttons, I don't know what they're talking about. Like, that's not how I use my phone at all, you know, because we're programmed as phone users to, like, have our hand on the side of the device to easily kind of grip and but use But, Tim, the it's the buttons. most innovative feature of the phone. At least that's what they said. <laughs> oh, man. Well, they're wrong. <laughs> they're absolutely wrong. No, they did studies. Yeah, they did studies. And did, you think, not, did you not see their giant charts with who is dots hard? and circles? Yeah, like, you would think that we would hear about these studies. What are these, like, internal, yeah. like... And they just asked everybody, like, in the office. Yeah, they just asked everybody, everyone bring your phone like, to work day. Yeah, very so we, tiny hands. So and we like, actually did have a guy, like, a month ago email us that was in one of their, like, um, their test groups. Oh. And like, he told us everything there is to know about the phone. Well, he, he's wrong. And he was, he was like, doing some tests, but anyways, yeah. Uh, I mean, having the power button there is cool, but it's so weird having the volume rocker. 
like so when I took those benchmarks, you know, okay, don't even get me started on how I had to take those benchmarks. They none of those phones were signed into Gmail accounts, so I had to add my personal oh. account, download the benchmark. <laughs> and then all right, try imagining taking a snapshot or a screenshot with where the buttons are on the back and oh. then you, they're right next to each other. So volume down and power. It was a well, very awkward situation. Isn't aren't the volume buttons like capacitive too? They're not like actual buttons, right? No, no, no. They're like actual buttons. Like they oh, kinda, they click. Yeah, oh. they click. Okay. So it's I'm not the work. worst thing to do ever. It's, you know, first world problems. But like, <laughs> it's just weird having to. You just have to hold it weird to take a picture, and yeah. it just looks stupid. Yeah. But either way, maybe they'll integrate some type of palm swipe. God, like please thing. no, please no, <laughs> please no one do that ever. Again. So like, oh, and another thing. So. Say, since the buttons are on the back, it was really weird getting used to the idea that you have to pick up your phone to, you know, turn it on even. So they were like, mm. oh, you could just knock oh. on it. They knock. And so I was like, okay, I'll knock. And then sometimes you knock. Sometimes it doesn't turn on. Sometimes you knock. It does turn on. It wasn't a very consistent experience. And, um, you know, and like, sometimes I'd have to give it a nice little knock, and I didn't care for that. Okay, so what about when you, like, when you just set the phone down? Is it, like, yeah. resting on the power button? Yes. Like, what the hell? So, okay, so I guess... So, you, so it is definitely, like, coming off. It's not flush. Like, it's... No, it, it's, pretty, it's pretty flush, but you can tell it's definitely not... I mean, it's it's sitting on the power button. You're not going so to be able to turn it on by pressing down on it while you're on the table, if that makes sense. It's flush enough to where it's not going to okay. do that. Like, it, it dips oh, okay. in. The power button dips in. It doesn't stick out. Oh, okay. uh, that's so, interesting. But it's not flush. Dips yeah. in. Yeah. Okay, so do you think like, like the, if it was in your pocket and you like had something press up against it, could it possibly turn on the screen? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, if you take the that's display, what I was worried about in particular. Yeah. yeah. If you put the display display side in, rubbing against your leg, and yeah, and like you, you like, do touch, because you don't want yeah. anything cracking and your you screen. You touch your side. You right. can definitely play with your volume buttons and power button and all that. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't know if that's Interesting. good. Whether it's good or bad, I don't know. I mean, because you know. You never know a phone while you're at like a press event. You you only know it after like a week with it in real life situations, blah blah blah, and yeah. Okay, so what else about it? This, you said the screen was awesome. Yeah. Okay, so world's thinnest, you can, by the way. You can tap on it. Yeah, you can tap on it, and you can knock on it. It all works, but it's inconsistent. Like, I mean, okay. I try tapping, you try knocking. It's just a very inconsistent experience. So I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's like some type of little thing you can do to help yourself with that, but I did not enjoy having to knock on my phone to turn it on. The end! Um, what was your question, Kellen? Sorry. Someone was uh, telling just, me that I could just tap on it in the comments. I was like, no crap. Oh. I was just saying, what else was awesome? Like, the... Oh, was man. The, dis like the display was really... Because it's, it's almost fully edged edge, right? Like, there's no yeah. bezel on that the thing. The be bezel buttons. is very thin. The display is very crisp. It looks very nice. Um... The colors are very bright, and um, they're not overly saturated, but there's a, a good amount of saturation. It just looks good. Um, oh, and you said the camera was awesome, right? You, when you left that event, you were like, the camera is awesome. And I was like, no, nah, it's probably not. But you The said camera really was good. where it was at, because so when you're looking through the viewfinder, you know, on the display, and um, you kind of shake it around and stuff, I mean, you can actually see what they're talking about, the anti-shake mumbo-jumbo. That's my next tagline. <laughs> And, um, image stabilization, yeah. <laughs> yeah, who wants to say that? <laughs> so no the mumbo-jumbo was actually like... Nokia. <laughs> have you, was, well, I was going to say, have you, have you used a 10... What is it, 1025 or 925? Or is it 1020? 1020. No. 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 Okay. The hockey puck yeah. phone? Oh, yeah. no. I haven't touched that thing, though. No. Yeah, well, because they've had, they've had the... Well, they had the big campaign with that with... What was it, the 900? 
Yes. Well, whatever the fr- the one where they had like the fake the the commercial where they're like, yeah, this is Optimus Optimus OAS, whatever it's called. Optical but then it was like the, yeah. That guy. Mumble. But then it was like it was like showing like if you looked in the reflection of the van, you could yes. see like, the guy they were camera got, crew. Got caught cheating. Yes. Yeah. Oh. What phone was that? Was it the that nine? The, yeah, it was whatever they first put the OIS in. I think it was the nine twenty. Yeah. Maybe it was the nine twenty. I think it was the nine twenty. Anyway. Yeah. Fail. Someone asked. So if yeah. So the camera. So, and the, so the, the camera, camera was awesome. What I took away is that the camera was awesome. I mean, it snaps pictures very well. Um, the detail. I mean, you know, we took a few shots in the room, and it was kind of low light, but um, the shots looked great. You know, you could zoom all the way in, and it, it like looked very good. I mean, you know, like say on a Motorola phone, you kind of zoom in, or say on the one, God forbid, you take a picture and you zoom in. I mean, it just looks bad. I mean, there's no, there's no. There's no image. It's just a big That's blur. A problem, yeah. Though, yeah. So yeah. well, it'd be cool if we could do some comparison between that and the 1020 then, because the 1020 you're supposed to be able to do the same thing. Well, yeah, that's what they show in the ads, you know, like, oh, yeah. I'm in yeah. the front row at the concert. <laughs> maybe I'll try to maybe I'll try to get us a 1020 if I can, so we can mess with that. But yeah. So so what else then? There. Uh, okay. Okay. So talk about the UI and everyone in the chat saying the same thing. Like LG's UI is terrible. Is it terrible? Yeah, it's really bad. Uh, <laughs> it hasn't like the, I mean I would call it more refined but it's not good so I'm a, I'm a very like OCD notification bar type guy like I don't want a lot of crap going on in there like and I want it I want it clean and minimal and uh, no that's not happening there so like you pull it down and man you have like you can set what apps you want you can set what quick controls you want you can like set um I couldn't even figure out what button was the actual device settings button. Like, there was a setting for the brightness on there and a setting for all this other, like, the ringtone volume and all this other crap. There's just too much going on. And I just think they overstepped their bounds there. It's like, this is my area, and they're, like, sticking their fingers in it. And, um... Well, they, I I mean, like they, want, they want to be Samsung, right? They're trying to be Samsung. Who, does, who doesn't want to be Samsung? Come on. Well, Motorola doesn't. I don't want to be Samsung. Oh, yeah, clearly. They don't want to be yeah. Samsung. <laughs> But um, yeah, so I just don't want to stick my finger in your area. Yeah, there was like a lot, there was like a lot of touch whiz esque stuff going on, yeah. but uh, yeah, and the quick memo, which is just so unnecessary. Like, I mean, I don't know. There's just so much weird stuff going there on. There was so was much stuff going on. Like I mentioned in a post that like there's there's like three different ways to multitask on the phone. Like there's the standard Android way where you can like I think they make you long press on menu or something and you can get the like the cards to show up you can swipe away. And then they don't they do this thing now where you can tuck things off to the side on LG's UI like you can hide three like apps or something you can swipe them out. It's this weird oh, gesture thing. And then they also let you hover apps. There's, there's like four way three ways to multitask on the phone. Like this just completely overwhelming. I don't know how anyone could use any of that stuff, but there was a me. there was a lot going on, yeah. um, and like even in the settings menu, you know, it's not that regular kind of just single menu. You have like different menus, sub menus, and all that stuff, and that's mm-hmm. like boy. Samsung did. Yeah, yeah, like Samsung. You get you C- okay, get but lost. could you could you swipe between each panel in the settings? I don't know if you tried that or oh, not. Because Samsung, you swipe. can't. It drives me insane. But okay. yeah, I didn't try to swipe. I just uh, I pressed like a normal like person in their mind would say, oh, there's the right. button for it. I should try to press tap it. Tap that. Yeah, tap right. that. So what, so what about build quality? Because I think the device looks cheaper than a Galaxy S4. <laughs> no, you know, actually, I'd have to... Well, 
<laughs> well, wait no, a second. I, I would kind of put them. I would put the G2 above the S4, maybe. Okay. Okay. Um, it feels solid. I mean, the device feels fine. I mean, they're not going to put something that's... LG has come a long way, I think, in the hardware game. They have. It's it's definitely not glass, you know, but it has that... I love the look at that back. It's not the crystal stuff like the N4 had, yeah, what but the it's hell? still... What happened to that? <laughs> well, it was like the coolest thing was the crystal reflection designs they were doing for, like, two phones, and now it's just gone. They just went I know, well, the, the best part is how, say, it's like a hot day, and then you put the Nexus 4 on your granite countertop, and it breaks. I mean, that was totally awesome, right, Kellen? We all love that. So, okay. I, I think they just got. <laughs> they were like, glass is probably not the best thing to make a smartphone out of. But um, no, it's not. I like the, it. The G2 feels fine, and uh, so we saw those pictures <laughs> earlier about how some of the G2 variants have a removable back and the removable battery, but these American ones don't, which is kind of a downer. Right. But um, yeah, so you know, no SD card slot, no removable back. No SD just card. Just in the Korean and, version or something. Yeah, which is yeah. an interesting move, but uh, we've seen that stuff before. Yeah. But yeah, so the G2, it feels good. I really liked it, but you know, it did feel very plasticky. I mean, say like in a in uh, when you compare it to say the HTC One, which is just so metallic and so industrial, um, the G2 comes off as quite plasticky and Samsungy mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I, I mean, like I like that has a term and a meaning behind it. I'm a fan of that. Samsungy. Samsungy. It's very Samsungy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, Samsung. It, it was a it was a nice phone. It's a nice phone. I I would definitely recommend that to some people who like like the bigger displays. I mean, still 5.2 inch. It was a lot to handle. So I mean, one hand, I wouldn't use it with one hand. You know, usually I'd probably just use, hold it in my left hand, work it with my right hand. That's how, like the Galaxy Note 2 or something. That's what I would do with it. But it seems it like phone. they've they've maxed out like all display front. Like, I don't know that you could get any more display on the front of a phone. Like, there's no if you edge. you off that big LG logo on the bottom oh. and all that stuff. But, yeah, yeah, true. I mean, but that's only, what, another .3 inches? I mean, yeah. what's the big deal? And then you have a Note 2, so whatever. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Yeah, I'll yeah. be interested to get my hands on it. I, I'm not overly excited about the G2, but... Specs, I definitely want to. I definitely want to play with it. Yeah, it's, yeah, and that's the it thing. Like we had the Moto X the week before, which yeah. said like don't care about specs, and then LG's like, look at all these. Specs. Look at all the specs. Like they brought up Qualcomm on stage, and we're like, first phone with the 800. We're yeah, awesome. well, LG and Qualcomm worked close, like closely together to make oh. sure that the G2 performs like a beast, and the phone is a beast. So yeah. I mean, and I did those benchmarks. We know benchmarks don't mean anything, but like they were really fast. Everything. I've never seen. I, pr- I probably have, like, maybe on the S4, but um, through all the quadrants and stuff, like, you usually don't see, like, a, a like a pure 60 frame per second experience in those benchmarks. Right. This was, like, over 60 frames. It was hitting, like, 62, 63, and it was, like, it was sticking there. It wasn't dropping at all. Mm. It was it was a sweet little experience. I wish I could have, like, played some games or something like that, but yeah. once we get a unit in, we will. But uh, I'm excited for the phone still, minus the little design tweaks that they did, but... That was my time with the G2. So we don't really have release dates or anything, right? We just know it's going everywhere. We just don't know when. Exactly. September, maybe. We're not really sure. Yeah. LG kind of did the thing that we hate. We're like, here, look at our new phone. And no. we don't know when it's coming, though. Oh, <laughs> man. So, you about it either, so don't ask. They, they yeah. rickrolled me, or like, or my, me and my <laughs> group of friends, we call it Chuck Testa, because you think it's something, but nope, Chuck Testa, taxidermy. <laughs> Anyways, that's a YouTube video. You should check that's it out. 
So, <laughs> thank you, Rob. So we're all mm. hanging out. We're hanging out right enough of the G2, and then we see these people walking away with little bags, and on the bag it said LG G2. And so we're like, oh, man, they, they must be giving out the phone, but they didn't tell anyone. So it was weird, and so I'm walking by, and I see that there's, like, a box, uh, LG box inside the bags. So I'm like, sweet, like, we're getting phones. So I walk up to the counter, and I'm like, they're like, here, give me your press badge. I said, okay, here's my badge. They click it, and then, like, here's your gift for coming. I said, all oh, right. And it turns out it was, like, this stupid, like, LG mobile printer that you can hook up to your phone to, like, it's like a stupid Polaroid thing. It was just a, it was a taxidermy, like, animal. Yeah, it, and it was so lame. Chuck Testa. And I, I mean, with a bag that says LG G2, but it was just the printer, and I was so bummed, so... First world problems. First world problems. <laughs> I really got are. the stupid printer. But yeah. So, yeah. So that's the G2. G2. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll definitely review it, check it out, put it oh, through yeah. pays it. I, I, I get the feeling that some people are interested in it, and then there's others that are just like, eh, it's another LG device. Even though they put crazy specs and did all the software stuff. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Again, Isn't we'll this it. like a realization that um, specs don't aren't everything? Yes. I mean, it has to be like exactly. the full package. I mean, you can bring the latest and greatest specs, and no yeah. one will still care, because and still no one will care because it's just not it's not everything they had hoped or something like that. Right. You know, like I don't get it. I don't know what people want anymore. Like I always feel like these companies Samsung. should hire us and be like, because we know what the people want. And then I'm real. I realize every day that I have no idea what anyone wants. No, we know exactly what everyone no. wants. I we know everyone want, wanted a Nexus Four with LTE on Verizon. That's what they wanted. Yes. That's and right. They that's and they, they, and they didn't get it. No, but one. If they, if it would have came, they would have found something wrong with it. So yeah, they would have. Cause the the crystal reflection back probably. <laughs> probably. Oh yeah, it's glass. No, I don't like it anymore. Yeah. It oh, breaks right. all the time. I can't yeah. stop it. Constantly. <laughs> what do you people? Right, so, uh, yeah. So Samsung will be back shortly with the uh, Galaxy Note 2 unveiling, which is happening on September 4th in Berlin. Oh, yeah. Note 3. Um, Note 3. Did I say something else? You said Note 2. Really? Damn. Yeah, Note 3. 3. 3. 3. I can't do that. Note 3 coming uh, announced at least September 4th. So... uh, we won't be in Berlin, but we'll be at a press event to get paws all over it. So that's coming, and uh, it's going to be another note. I, I, I sound like a terrible phone person, but I'm not. I'm really not excited about the Note 3. I'll let Tim handle the Note 3 Colt just like he did the Note 2 Colt. I just, it's the phone's just too damn big for me. And what's the what's what are the rumored specs here, Tim? I think you had those somewhere. Like the same specs as the G two, but just with a bigger display. <laughs> with a bigger display. Oh no, and, but there was like three gig of RAM maybe or something. Oh yeah, three like gig of RAM. <laughs> uh, there's just so much like stuff going on out there, which none of it is confirmed. So it's like, what's the point? But what are they saying? Like a five point six seven or five point six eight inch display, 1080p, yeah, super AMOLED. Um, yeah, three gigs of RAM, Snapdragon 800. The battery is huge, like 3,450 milliamp. I don't know. I don't have the list in front of me. But uh, I'm looking. Oh, I'm looking. You got it right. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, it, although Sam Mobile, whoever had it, said it's that it's an octa core. Oh yeah. So that was for the um, 
overseas, like the international oh, variant. Right. But of course, the American variant will have the Snapdragon 800, 800. depending yeah, on the market. Um, oh, some crazy GPU, 13 megapixel back facing camera with OIS technology, mumbo jumbo. OIS. Um, yeah, that most markets with 32 gig. Oh, with sorry. Is Apple sneaking into my Galaxy Note 3 iOS camera technology? <laughs> yeah, good. I don't know. That it'll launch with Android 4.3, which is neat. Although, I mean, yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, 4.3, whoop de doo um, So it's another big-ass tablet, phone, mixed, hybrid device. So most people are pointing that it's going to be exactly like a Note 2, kind of the way it feels. But it, yeah. the display, the bezels will be thinned out, basically. So, so like, so like they did with the Galaxy S4, it was the same size, exactly. actually a little smaller it's than smaller. the Galaxy S3, but it was more yeah. display. So, exactly. I mean, and that would be fantastic for the Note too. You make it a little bit smaller, but just put a huge display. That's gorgeous. gorgeous. The happiest group of Android users in the on the planet are the Note fanatics because they oh, just yeah. good phone after good phone after good phone. And it's exactly what they want, and they just keep making it better. Yeah, they're spoiled. It would be so good to be a Note fan. Yeah. Is this not on your list at all, Eric? Like Note 3, or you'd not even nah, consider it? Yeah. The screens, I mean, I have I handled the Note 1 back when that came out. Yeah, and, but that thing's ugly. Yeah, I just, <laughs> it's too ugly. big. I'm, I think 4.8 to 5 is probably my, like, yeah. sweet spot. 4.7 to 5, I think, is where I want to stay. Like, I, I got nothing against the Note. I know it's awesome. I just, you know, personal preference for me. Yeah. Ron, Ron are you going to uh, upgrade to the Note 3? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, we all know what Ron's buying next, so. Model X. That's right, we do know what Ron's no. buying next. Yeah, pretty sure it's an iPhone, but yeah. What <laughs> what if they make like a Wi-Fi only Note 3, Ron? Would you consider that as a <laughs> tablet replacement? That's called the Mega, oh, Wi-Fi. like the Mega Wi-Fi or whatever. Right, the, yeah. Yeah, the Mega. And the Galaxy players. Yeah. Players! The fun, just, they're just too big. I, I know there's a group of people, and clearly there's millions of people out there that really like these because they keep selling a bunch of them. It's, oh, yeah. For me personally, I don't want a phone that's that big. I can't put it yeah. in my pocket. I can't use one hand and... I don't need a pen to use my phone. Especially if that's like going to be maybe not even maybe your own your only or your main computer, you know, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Like like I know like my brother in particular, like he just wants to have one device that he always has, and so like having a giant phone sounds awesome to him because that's the only yeah. thing he's going to have. Just watch everything and you know regular phone stuff and everything else too. So I mean, if that's what you want, then that's a really good device for that. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be good, and they'll hype it up, and it'll be their big holiday device, Ooh. and uh, it'll be everywhere. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, uh, what else is going on? You tell oh, me. Yeah. HTC and RDJ, let's get into that. <laughs> All right, sorry. Tim's, Tim's done with the Note 3. Yeah. Uh, well, the, before we get on, oh, get yeah, on no, to no, HTC. Yeah. I didn't see your extra bullet there. That's the the uh, Samsung smartwatch. Yeah, so we might get Samsung's official smartwatch on that September 4th unveiling as well. I don't really know if I'm excited for that or not. I guess maybe if Samsung's doing one, they're a big enough company that maybe they won't make one that's completely terrible. I'm right. not really sure. So I, I guess I'm interested to see at least what a Samsung watch. What's it rumored to be called? The Samsung Gear or Galaxy Gear? Galaxy or Gear. Oh, that's God. a really stupid name. That's smart. Yeah. That's smart. Such a good I like name. it. Like, 
Galaxy Gear should be like the name of a group of products, not a watch. It like, like it should be the Galaxy Gear, and it's like yeah, a watch and something gear. else. Like it, it kind of makes sense to me. I mean, it, you should, got it should just gear. be called the Galaxy Watch or something. I yeah. think it should have like a gear, and that's like that's the shape of the watch face. <laughs> well, like why is it not called the S Watch? I mean, they call everything else S something. You mean, you mean the Swatch? Watch is well, yeah, the Swatch. Watch. Watch. There's there's a dash in there. Actually, they don't use dashes; just a space. I don't know. <laughs> I'm excited to the see squawk. what they can do. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so I'm excited to see what they could do, but we don't know anything about it. Yeah, no specs, no functionality. I mean, I'm guessing. I mean, it'll track your heart rate, check your where you're going, blah blah blah. Oh. So that'd be cool for like the S health fanatics out there and all that stuff. So shelf, the shelf. I think it. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think it'll be great. I'm like actually excited for. Uh, a big OEM to make a, a watch, and no, I don't count the Moto Active as even being no. in existence. I think just was disgusting from day one. <laughs> Sorry, but like, and I thought I wanted one for a while just because, but uh, because like everyone was like, oh, like in a health craze all of a sudden, like, oh, let's go track our. No, like if you have a Nike Fuel Band or a Moto Active, it's not going to motivate you to get out and work out, is what I found out. So, um, turns out it turns out that. It doesn't matter what shoes you wear. You have to actually want to run in order to... That to is very that. true. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've got yeah. a roommate with about six pairs of running shoes that yeah. doesn't use any of them. Yeah, hey, they're comfortable. Yeah. They, yeah, I'm all about the running shoes now. So either way, Galaxy Gear, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see what, like you said, a real OEM can do. It's like we've exactly. got that one, and then we've got... Apple probably making a watch. Then we've got yeah. Google apparently making a watch. So oh, those three, yeah. we could have three really cool smartwatches in the. And no, future. yeah, this, someone asked about the Sony smartwatch. Nope, that doesn't count either. Sorry. <laughs> no, whatever Sony does just doesn't just really the, count. What's wrong with the Pebble? I like my are you still are you still That's using the Pebble? I know it like doesn't have like seventy five percent of the functionality on iOS, but you're still using it. What? Yeah, I, I just don't have it tied to my phone because the battery life drains yeah. on both ends. So. So I was talking to um, an unnamed friend on my flight from uh, New York to Portland, and we were talking about smartwatches and how the Pebble, you know, it only and a lot of the smartwatches on the market, for example, like the Metal Watch, not they only act as like a very shallow extension of your smartphone. You know, sure you can see notifications and all that, but it, it really lacks a lot of functionality that you would want to be there. So I'm hoping that Samsung kind of brings like an over-the-top smartwatch. TouchWiz watch. Thing, you know? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Watch. Well, the, the problem, though, is that any functionality you do, you're not going to have a screen big enough to do anything with it. So, That's not true, because I don't know if you saw the concept render that was based on <laughs> patents... Concept render. <laughs> based on patents filed by Samsung. It's got, like, yeah. a wrap display and all that stuff. That would be kind yeah, of I've cool seen a lot of BS patents. Like, remember the one, I think it was by, oh, yeah, totally. by Jeff Bezos hey. with, like, the little, like, airbags for when your phone falls? I'm not saying anything's confirmed. That's a good confirmed. idea. I'm not saying anything's <laughs> confirmed. I'm just saying, like, it would be cool to see what Samsung can do. That's oh, I'm, I'm excited to see what they're going to yeah. do. I just, mm-hmm. I, I just don't, like, either you have to, in order to make it, like, anything worth being able to, like, type on or anything else like that, which is what you need to do to have any kind of input on there if you're not going to use voice. Like, it's going to have to be big. People are, people I have people complaining to me that they think the pebble's too big already, which I think is it's tiny. I think it's tiny. Yeah, I think yeah. it's tiny. I, I think watch when I reviewed has... it, I was like, it's a small watch, and all these people were like, that's small? What the hell are you talking about? Yeah. yeah, like, this is, this is big. That's a big watch. Like, this right. is nothing in comparison. So, yeah, like, that thing, I have one of those, too. It lacks, yeah. it's not a smart watch, but I mean, no. it's big. 
And yeah. Nothing compares to carrying the Moto X brick, or not the Moto X, the uh, Moto, Moto Active, Moto Active. brick. Yeah, nothing yeah. That thing massive. And that's the other thing too is like if you do have a big screen like that, like you're gonna need to have a giant battery in there too. And I don't know how they're gonna pull. So I mean, we'll see. Maybe they have something. You know, that we will see. Seen. Oh, I'm sure when the flexible no, AMOLED. When when Active. Apple right, comes out with a smartwatch, cool. when Apple comes out with a smartwatch, I'm sure it's gonna be the greatest thing ever. So, because because I'm sure you know all these people, all the top companies are finally getting around to the idea of a smartwatch. I think, and uh, they probably have like better engineers than Pebble does and MetaWatch has. No, so it's it, it's it, it's probably gonna be you know. No ones were better than MetaWatch. <laughs> <laughs> that was the top. Let's just say that the Galaxy Gear probably was not crowdsourced or crowdfunded or whatever. So, so it that'll be that'll be LGs. LGs will be crowdsourced. <laughs> yeah, really. So it's already yeah. going to be a little bit have a bit more. Um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I don't know. It uh, it doesn't matter either. Polish. Way. No, so, not polish. Kind of like uh, verified something. I don't know. I just can't think of it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I'm open to the idea. I just have it. Every time I thought about like what I would do with a smartwatch, at the end of the day, I just end up saying I'd rather pull out my phone and actually get some actual work yeah. done. Well, that's that's exactly. the same way I am. So yeah, yeah. The reason I like my Nike Fuel Band is because one, it tells me the time very easily. I just hit the button and it looks nice. Time comes up. It looks pretty cool. I like the whole like it. To me, it kind of looks like a baseball like you know outfield scoreboard kind of thing with the. You know, with the band. Anyway, but the main thing I like about it is that I don't have to plug that in for like a week and a half if I don't remember it, and it'll still work. With all these like crazy smartwatches, you're going to have to plug it in every night. Yeah, and I don't have this thing connected. I have to plug it in once a week. Because I already yeah, plug yeah, in the Pebble has good things right before I go to bed, and I don't want to remember to plug in my watch as well. Yeah. 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 The, the only thing I'll say, I don't know why I'm talking about Fuel Band now, but the only thing I'll say is that. I hate it that you have to press a button to turn like the clock on. Well, like yeah. I want, yeah, I want your that I can shake this and it goes. Yeah, I want to shake. Because yeah. otherwise, like if your hands are full and you're like, oh, I need to know what time it is. Like you have to like use an elbow or like a forearm, like press the button yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I agree. So yeah, smartwatches. I think we're gonna have some options in the near future that could be could be pretty cool. So the evolution is coming. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to talk about ECC and Robert Downey Jr. and what the hell is going on there? Like, it's weird, right? Okay, what I while I was gone that made it weird? Because that first commercial that came out, I thought was pretty good. Yeah, so they released one today uh, that was like, was yeah, it was like a two-minute long commercial, and they're they're making sure like we don't think this is Tony Stark. They're like, no, it's Robert Downey Jr. as himself, but it's totally like which is a mistake, Tony by Stark. the way. Yeah, yeah, which is because he totally walks in like, oh, I'm the cool executive guy, yeah. and I just got to do the like peace thing, Stark. which is like, that's yeah, Tony Stark. That's Tony yeah. Stark. I, I never know who he's playing anymore, so right. <laughs> it's always Tony Stark. He's Tony Stark. So he made a video of. Of people ranting or rambling off each what HTC could stand for, and then acting them out, and it was kind of odd. I, okay, it was really odd. But is it gonna work? Is it just like them being desperate? Like, what's the what's what are? It is that Ron's like yes, it's them being desperate as hell. <laughs> After the the one apparently is failing for them, they need to do something insane, and that's what they're doing with this new campaign. And then what are they spending a billion dollars on it? That's like hey, the yeah, they said a billion, but I have no idea. Like I'm getting that aluminum catamaran cost them a billion dollars or what? Because <laughs> I don't know. the twelve million that they're paying RDJ. It must be part of some type of. They're 
clearly trying to reinvent themselves, but I just yeah. feel like it's not. It doesn't make any sense. Like I get it, but no. I, I, I think it's kind of a smart idea to launch a campaign where you keep saying your name over and over and over again. Like yeah. it'll like I could see if this commercial gets played, you know, to its death, that people are gonna be saying stupid HTC things. When they see HTC, they're gonna ramble off some stupid thing like the whatever catamaran. Like, you yeah. know, or like the, what was the hipster troll car wash or something like that was one of them. Yeah. That was like, people will, like that stuff, cat. like, yeah, like, people will actually probably remember some of that stuff. I just don't know if that's going to help you sell Well, the rule of advertising is if you want something to, somebody to remember something in your commercial, you have to say it three times, and then that's, that's pretty much the number that makes it stick in somebody's head after. Yeah, they're pushing like 50 in that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean the the problem with this ad though, I mean they're not they're not showing a product. It's an ad about them as a company, and I don't know that anybody needs to hear the name HTC over and over again. Like for example, like LG was pushing the whole like life's good thing for quite a while, and they've backed away from that pretty substantially at least recently. Um, you know, because no, like nobody cares what your company name stands for. Like no, it doesn't matter. You know, it's yeah. an acronym. Nobody remembers what it is, and so like. They have like the one in the, in the commercial and everything else like that, but you don't like see it really in any substantial way. Than people taking pictures and somebody tapping on it for a little bit. Like they need to be showing products. That's what people care about. So if you show somebody a product that they care about, then they'll go and get it. Like wow. knowing, seeing Robert Downey Jr. doesn't make me want to go. Like if seeing Robert Downey Jr. or anything like that made me want to go buy a phone, then everybody would go have allies. Like that's not <laughs> how that works, right? Right. I right. I, I have a hard time considering. Um, commercials and what people take away from them. You know, everyone else had, like kind of br- puts their own spin on what they watch type of thing because I had a friend talk to me about those new droid commercials and he's like, oh, did you see the commercial for the new droid? And I was like, oh, well, did you actually know? They're trying to, you know, they have three new phones, three new droids. And he's like, oh, no, I thought it was just one. And I was like, no, they have a Mini, a Max, and the Ultra. And he's like, oh, I had no idea because, you know, they don't, explain anything in the commercials. All I do yeah, is those like commercials are terrible. Yeah. Intelligence matters. Blah blah blah. I mean it's like the point is commercials always suck. Like I feel like there's no there's never the perfect commercial from these companies. So no. I would argue though that Samsung's actually are pretty good. Like they show you some of their gimmicky features and they're you know use some comedy and they try to also put those features in like a real world situation. Like I feel like they're kind of silly commercials that they've been doing actually aren't bad. They get a point across. You know it's a Galaxy S4. It has this feature. You know, yeah. and they use all these different... Them and uh, Nokia, too, I think. Yeah, except no one's buying their phones. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> buying their phones, but it has good ads. Commercial. Yeah, it's a sweet yeah, but really ads yeah. No one's going to buy it. No. So, yeah, I don't know why each of these is trying to go as wacky. <laughs> yeah, but, but, Ron, I think you're right. Like, no one is really going to care, like, who HTC is. Like, we want to know what the product is in the end, right? You're supposed to sell products in commercials, not a company name, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, and you can do you can do the company name thing once you have a really good product that people like. That's when you do the company yeah. name thing to, like, reinvigorate that loyalty to that company. Exactly. But they don't have that at this point. So like well, it, it's like it's kind of a, one, but. Yeah. Well and I wonder if like it takes a long time to plan these kind of things. So I wonder if they were planning on the one being a big success and then this is the kind of the follow up to that. You know, because yeah, it takes time be. to do these kind of things. They would have had no idea what the sales numbers were by the time they were planning this. So That's true. Yeah. Maybe they used LG's marketing research group and realized <laughs> that no one and realized that no one knows who HTC is and now they're yeah. like, oh shit. No one even knows who we are. We've been trying they to just, sell them phones. Yeah, they just confused the dots and the circles. They got mixed up. I it's think, not a big deal. Yeah. I think HTC has a bit of the mind share, but it's certainly not 
Samsung or Motorola level. I mean, you hear those words, yeah. you instantly know what they're talking about. But I would say they're easily third above Sony or LG or Huawei. Well, based on sales worldwide, they're not. Yeah. Yeah, they're well, not even in, like, the top whatever. They're not in the top five, yes. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, so I think, like, certainly in the States, I think HTC is well-known as a phone manufacturer. They've been in the game for a really long time. Because mm-hmm. um, everyone I, had an Evo. Evo yeah. or Incredible. Every, I still see Incredible. Every girl you knew had an Evo. The Rhyme. Rhyme sold like crazy. Right? Oh, man, the Rhyme. <laughs> Numbers were through the roof. <laughs> forgot that one. Yes. It kept me alive for three quarters. I need that charm to tell me if I have notifications. That is charm. Yeah, out the purse. Yep. Yikes. Yeah, so HTC's, they're desperate, and they're going to do a massive RDJ marketing campaign, and we'll we'll see. That should be interesting. If anything, they're going to do a bunch of silly crap to get people's attention. If that helps them sell phones or not, we will see. I think think HTC has the benefit of the one being very noticeable. Like, if you see somebody holding that, you instantly know that it... You you probably don't know that it's the one, but you know... And I think that might be what they're going for. Is is that that HTC phone or something? I, and I don't know if it's going to work, but you know, when you see the back of an S3 and an S4, you're not going to know which one's which immediately. Right. If you see the back of a one, somebody holding that up, you're instantly going to know that that's yeah. that, you know. So but that's for Samsung, that's okay because Samsung doesn't need to have that differentiation. They just know that people want to have a giant Samsung phone. Yeah. But for HTC, though, like. Seriously, if they would have gone with the You're the One That I Want song, like, pay the money to get the rights for that. <laughs> if they would have just done an ad with that, like, and get it on every carrier, like, on time, no thank you, Verizon. Yeah, that's like, the biggest hurdle. That would have been huge. Get it on to Verizon, and then it'll Get be it so- on every carrier and have a sweet ad that, like, has a song that people like that's going to get, like, going to get stuck in their head and make them remember it. I think, I think when people see the one in person, they're like, oh, I've heard of that. Let me take a look at it. Mm-hmm. But there's not, like, any like, impulse to do anything about it, I don't think. And part of that is, like, you have the contract problem and everything else like that, but I don't know that, you know, if people are having to make a decision, they might see the one and think that it looks cool, but because the HTC hasn't been um, a company that people are really loyal to in the past two years, they're going to go, you know what, maybe I'll just get a Samsung because lots of my friends have Samsung phones, so I'll just go with that. Yeah, Samsung sort of got that going for them now that... Like it's it's like how like iPhones were for a long time. It still are. You're, if your friends and family have a similar phone, you're sort of attracted to that. And, and Samsung's got the same thing going with the Galaxy S4 and S3 and Note 2 and all that stuff. People just have those, and then you have special software that shares between them. And, and yet HTC doesn't have any of that sort of loyal brand loyalty, just like LG doesn't. Motorola no longer does. Yeah, that's why it's a two-horse race. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, speaking of HTC, the One is still not out on Verizon, for those paying attention. It just feels like it's too late at this point. Yeah, I've got a few friends that are, like, not into, you know, they keep up with phones because I keep them up with phones, but they're starting, even the people that aren't keeping up with phones like we are, are starting to get angry that the One is not out on Verizon. My friend texted me the right. other day, he's like, man, Verizon keeps pushing that back because he's been waiting on it. And that's the point where I knew that it was getting kind of bad. Well, you were waiting for it, and now you seem like you're more into the Moto X now than even the One. Yeah. Uh, It's, yeah, they pushed themselves back into a very difficult spot now between the Moto X, the new Droid line, and the Note 3 coming out, and then the V2, I guess, for whoever's going to buy that, but... Yeah, Verizon went from having zero new phones this year to now having almost too many. They're going to have the one all of a sudden. They're going to have three new droids 
and the Moto X and the G2 and the Note 3. Yep. And then who knows if there's going to be holiday devices. I'm assuming there will be. They could get this one Max if HTC ever releases that. So, yeah, Verizon's going to... Yeah, they've gone from having nothing to probably too many damn choices. Which might be their new schedule because they didn't have... I mean, they had next to nothing the whole year. So right. that might just be what Verizon's going to do, especially as more and more manufacturers are moving to just one Halo device a year. Yeah. Well, I think they might have been waiting for the Galaxy Nexus crew, the... Um, you know, the two-year subscriber, because that's a big amount of people coming out right now, you know, coming up forever. So I think, it, I think it's adorable that you think Verizon remembers that the Galaxy Nexus is on sure their network. I'm pretty sure they at least thought about it, because that was a huge launch. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah I, it, was a, it was a big phone for readers of Android sites, adorable. I would say. Yeah. Android life, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how many of those they sold just because they didn't care one second about it and didn't market it at all. But but the cool thing is though, like Eric, like you know, all of our readers are like you. They have that phone and you have a contract coming up. You're gonna have some cool options, which is really nice why we have all these new phones to look at, so we can hopefully show you everything coming out and you guys can make decisions, which is gonna be kind of fun. Yeah. Uh what else? I feel like we have so much more to talk about. Tim, do you want to talk quickly about the shield? Since oh, you, you finally posted your review shield? on that. Yeah, of course. Oh, oh, you mean this thing? Shield sighting. Um, yeah, that's the first time <laughs> I've touched it since my review. Um, no, I, I, took it on the, I took it on the flight with me to New York, and it was great, actually. That's how I met my, my new friend that I was just I have taught my conversation with. He was like, is that the shield? And I was like, how the hell do you know about the shield? And um, so the shield is cool, albeit no one has it, no one's going to have it. And, um, yeah, stuff like that. I mean, every every time we've asked, hey, are you getting a shield? Are you interested in the shield? It's always just a, an overwhelming no. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, the device itself, if you decide on getting one, is very cool, albeit it's $300 and doesn't really do much, like besides play games and all that, but it's cool. I'd save my money for an Xbox One or PS4 or something, but, uh, I mean, being an Android fan and all, it's... It's pretty cool, but really, there's not much to say. Like, it doesn't do much, but, uh, yeah. Well, so the coolest, one of the coolest features is that you can stream PC games to it, but you have yeah. to have, like, a special graphics card. And, like, exactly. And they I'm sure be, serious yeah. PC gamers have that, but a serious PC gamer, why are they going to want to move from their PC then to a handheld? It doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. No, and it's, like, it. still in beta. Yeah. Serious PC gamers know. can find a lot better... Things to spend that three hundred dollars on in oh, yeah. your computer. Like that three hundred dollars can buy some decent hardware to just strengthen your computer, rather than get something else where you can play in the. Uh, to buy a controller with it and get a little seven twenty p display. Well, if you're a PC uh, gamer, aren't you a PC gamer because you like a keyboard and mouse? Like, why do you want to switch exactly. to a controller? I don't really thing, understand that. This has a keyboard mouse. I mean, that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, so, I mean, depending like, on the game, you might like to have a controller, and and if you're doing any kind of emulation for classic games, or if you just bought the PC version of a you know console game, then you want to use a controller for that. That's that makes like sense. A, a small niche of people, like, and I know that no, that's it's tiny, yeah, yeah, but that's probably like, and that might be what Nvidia is going for. Of course, we will never probably hear sales numbers for the Shield. They sold out everywhere. I thought. Oh yeah, totally. It's yeah, so that's cool. the Google strategy. Oh, let's make five of them and then yeah, sell them. Yep, we, we sent five out to two different Game Stops, and man, we're sold out. Like, so, we're at hundred percent activation. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the Shield. 
If the Shield was like a Nexus device sold through Google Play, so they could sell it for 150 bucks, it would have been cool. Oh, it yeah, would have been totally. worth it, because Google could have like matched it up with like all these game promotions yep. and sold it for really cheap, because they just like they do with the Nexus, they make all their money off content sales. Yep. Then it would have been perfect. But at 300 dollars, and it's not really, it's not like like the updates come from Nvidia, and they've said they're going to do regular updates, and I oh, yeah. trust that they probably will. But at 300 bucks, I don't know. Like your phone does all that stuff. It just doesn't have a controller. And if you want a controller, go buy a Moga or something. Yeah, I mean, one of my issues was finding games that are compatible with Shield. That was like my main issue. And um, you know, the in the sense that you have to rely on a developer to want to put in the effort to kind of like add in those controls for Shield and all that stuff. And then you got to rely on Nvidia to make sure that there's, you know, have the right APIs, you know, to make sure that developers can do that and all that stuff. Like, I talked to them, I sent them a list of specific games that I want Shield compatible with, and they're like, yeah, we're, we'll take this list, and, and then of course they get back to, we're working on it. I'm like, we're in trash. Yeah. I'm like, I want Crazy Taxi on this thing. Why can't I have Crazy Taxi? It would be the perfect game to have on Shield, but no. Of course, like, a Sega doesn't want to work with NVIDIA or whatever. I mean, like, let's just get the ball rolling, people. Okay, so, so I don't know. So explain that a little bit more. Like, NVIDIA didn't build in a way to just map controls for any game? Because don't most of the controllers have a software that you can essentially just map things? Why did they I, not I'm guessing. That? I'm guessing that they do. It's just not something that they feel, developers at least feel, is necessary to do on the fly or at time of release. I don't know, maybe because it wasn't, like, released yet or something? Well, well no, I that's what I mean. Like, why can't NVIDIA build it oh, software into the shield that right. allows you to just okay. map games? Like why were why are they relying and putting the work on developers? Why can't they just come up with a solution? Is what I'm wondering. It Every, seems like yeah. you're never gonna win if you rely on developers. Not exactly. that I have a thing against developers, but no, that's work that they don't necessarily want to do. Yeah, I, it's just weird because every time I talk to them, they always be like, "Yeah, we're talking to that development team to get Shield supported." Yeah. That is not well, a good answer I that I, mm-hmm. as a future say consumer, would want to hear. Like, I don't want to wait for your crap. Like I'm buying it three hundred dollars. I want I want to be able to play games off of Google Play. Like, and yeah. they give you think All about how them, yeah. think about how many games are on Google Play, like million plus or whatever. And you can only use like a hundred plus, you know, like around one hundred and forty, I think, that they said. Okay, we we they like comb through Google Play to find games that worked on Shield. Like a hundred and forty. That's it. Like, and most of the games were not very exciting to me, at least. Like, yeah. games that you'd really want, like Nova 3, shooter games, just don't work. And that's that's a problem. Driving games, Need for Speed? Are you kidding me? Well, I think, so. I think the Shield is running into the same problem that the OUYA did when they launched. It was like, oh, man, Android gaming is like this uncharted territory yeah. of just these lined pockets that we should just be out there farming. And, yeah. you know, they're like, oh, we can take down the system. You know, we can, we can fight yeah. the power and the yeah. consoles can... But they don't understand that Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo have the, the money and the power to go to developers and say, hey, you should develop for us, instead of just expecting developers to come to the console for free. You know, yeah, right. Sony and Microsoft can say, all right, if you come make a game for the Xbox One, this is what you're going to get in return. You know, NVIDIA and OUYA can't do that yet because... <laughs> Who cares about Android? You know the game's probably gonna get pirated anyway. I mean, I hate to say that. I really hate to say that, but like, you can't just walk in here without a game plan and just expect it to, you know, take off. 
Yeah. yeah, I would hope NVIDIA yeah. would have some sort of power, though. They've been in gaming for a long time. They definitely time. have been. And they do have partnerships with certain like development companies to make okay. special Shield-optimized games, of course. But again, they're not the it's coolest. It's work. Like, yeah, and it's, yeah, and it's yeah. work for developers to do. And, I'm, and I think it's NVIDIA probably does have, like, I'm sure they have, like, you know, like, uh, APIs for them to work with or whatever to put into the games. But you've got to customize it all for the controls so that it actually works well. Yeah. Because um, none of those games are, you know, like Crazy Taxi, I'm sure, is not designed to work with a controller. So, like, and you'd want to get it, like, just right with, you know, with that specific controller and the way that that feels and everything else like that. Exactly. And then one more quick thing. We don't have to talk about Shield for very long. But say even if um, the controls do work on Shield, like, so, say, for example, this game, the uh, console comes with Dead Trigger 2, except a lot of the controls that um, you're already, like, a, say a gamer is programmed with, like X is reload on Xbox on almost every first-person shooter. X is not reload. It's, like, the right bumper. Like so, And so the user can't customize the mapping of the controls, which is another huge issue. Yeah, that is an so, enormous issue. Yeah, is X isn't reload? What is this? Throw it at the wall. I don't care anymore. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> there's, like, there's a lot of things that added up to where I didn't know if I wanted to be positive or negative about the shield. I mean, overall, it's a cool device, but it's just, it's not, it's not right. You know, the, it should have done better. It should have been done better. So, that's it. It's kind of sad. I give the device a 7 out of 10, and I'd say the ecosystem about a 20 out of a million. You know, <laughs> if I was on the verge scale. Uh-huh. I love it. I love the ecosystem rating. So it's, it's Tim, the Tim Windows Phone of game consoles? <laughs> yeah, totally. Huh. So, yeah. Uh, I feel like we could talk about more stuff for, like, hours and hours, but it's, like, 7, 12. We've been out yeah, of over an you, hour. Yeah, are there certain topics really quick that we want to buzz over? I don't think we need to talk about T-Mobile. <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably don't. T-Mobile don't, had a good quarter, by the way, but no, we don't really need to talk about We that. don't need to talk about Sony. Do we just oh, yeah, so Sony, in case anyone's wondering, they're doing a press event on September 4th as well at IFA, same day as the uh, Galaxy Note 3, and yeah, we just don't really care. Sorry. If, if they release a phone in the U.S. someday, we'll probably care a little bit about Sony. Never but, happen. Uh, One day. Since that doesn't happen, we don't really care. We'll write up the press release and talk about it for two seconds, in case you're wondering. Yeah. Sony. Good job, Sony. You guys want to do some apps and games real quick and then yep. wrap up? Sure. All right, so uh, this isn't really an app, um, but the Android, the Android Device Manager. If you guys haven't heard of this thing yet, it's it's Google's way of remotely track. Wait, I shouldn't say that. It's Google's way of allowing you to remotely track your device <laughs> should it be lost or stolen, or you need to um, factory reset it or something like that. It's free. They installed it on the back end of your device, so it's there. That sounded bad too. They installed it. How should I say that? It was installed probably in a Google Play Services update or something like that, and uh, it's just part of your phone now, part of the Android operating system. And you can go on... I don't even know what the website is. It's, like, impossible to find, isn't it? Google.com slash Android Device Manager. I know that's not right. I don't even know how to get there, to tell you the truth. Anyways, Google Android Device Manager. You'll probably find it. And you can track your, your phone. It works really well, actually. Factory wipe it, all that good stuff. Uh, Ron, what do you got? App or game or something? Yeah, I was just going to plug uh, UCCW. Um, so it's something that we've highlighted plenty of times before, but um, I've been uh, playing around some dis- different customizations. This is like the current widget I have. That's not going to show up very well. But it's like a little flag thing, and then 
I posted this one on Twitter earlier before. But you can do all sorts of different, you know, like clock widgets and that kind of thing. Um, so, and especially combining that with different icon packs. So for the giant circle one, I've been using flats for the icons, and it kind of just makes the whole your home screen look a lot more uniform compared to just having a bunch of jumbled different random widgets and and icons that you know, unless you're using an icon pack, look totally random and different sizes and shapes. So. UCCW has come so far. I remember when it was first introduced, oh, yeah. and you could follow an XDA, and it was impossible to figure out how to apply skins and all this stuff. Like there was all these packages <laughs> you had to you had to put them in correct folders and hope it worked, and it never did. And, yeah. and now now you can like just, yeah, download. Modding. Yeah, and now you can just download skins from the, the Play Store, and they yeah. just work. And yeah, it's like the greatest clock widget ever invented, I think. Yeah, a lot oh, of you, you mentioned it class. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so that's just an uh, icon theme that you can get for Apex and Nova and probably some others, but I really like it, so it's all it's all circle-based, and there's a couple, you know, a bunch of different options for that, but I really like the look of it. That's flats with a PH, by the way. Yeah. P-flats. That's fresh. Yeah. All right, Tim. Tim, you got a game or something? Yeah, uh, this game is not new. It's actually called Beach Buggy Blitz. It's been around yeah. for a while. Yeah, but, I remember uh, bringing it up like months ago. Yeah, of course. And I thought it was just like one of those stupid toddler games <laughs> until <laughs> until I played it on Nvidia Shield. And then I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> because the Shield's terrible. I love being PJ. Yeah, yeah, because actually, you know, since it's actually that you can control it really well with Shield, you know, just like uh, there are plenty of games that work really good on Shield. And Beach Buggy Blitz is one of them. And, uh, you know, it's really fun. I mean, what is there? You just drive down the beach in a little buggy collecting coins. You upgrade your car so you can get further, so time is extended, blah, blah, blah. Beach Buggy Blitz, um, it's on Google Play for free. And uh, it's actually it's actually a lot of fun if you have a shield. I don't think it would be fun on the phone. <laughs> so, take shield exclusive to my shield cult fans. So just me. I'm talking to myself yeah. right now. Shield cult. I was gonna say I don't. Shield cult. Shield cult. Yeah. It's a very. You started the note cult, but the shield cult is not gonna happen. It's a very exclusive cult, Eric. <laughs> it is very, very exclusive. I think. Members only. Yeah. <laughs> we have jackets. We have jackets. Oh, those are your guys's. Uh... I, well, I only had to make one, so it's not. It was pretty cheap. <laughs> Turns out he's been wearing on shield for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> thirty <I don't> years. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. All right, uh, Eric. You got any? You been messing with anything recently? I've been way too busy. You've been oh, way yeah. too boring. And when I've been messing with my phone, it's been just rage. Rage. <laughs> Galaxy, Nexus. Galaxy Nexus. Gonna turn I into. I think we're. Uh, are we sort of waiting for? Uh, we're waiting for Dave to release his new little goodie, aren't we? Oh, the little icon pack, yeah. No, Dave, I just bought Luster today. So yeah, he's working on he's working on quality assurance right now. So we are yeah. we're like a day or so away, I'd say. From Knox. From Knox. Yeah, I think he said he's cheaper for I've been using it a lot. Well, I, I mean, it's the too. only icon pack I've been using. Yeah. And I love it. So. The wallpapers are hot. So the hot. Wallpapers. Really yeah. So yeah, yeah. So yes, yeah, look out for for Knox. Once it goes live, we'll be writing that we'll up for sure. But yeah, I just bought Luster today, and I was going to uh, compliment him on it. You know, I, I was hoping that he'd be here, but he's MIA, so he doesn't get the compliment now. Oh, <laughs> you can tell him on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, I will tell. Yeah, tell him there. All right, cool. Well, uh, it's good to be back. We will uh... backwards, baby. <laughs>
<laughs> Back wore shirt in the building. I actually almost what? wore mine as well. I'm glad really? Oh, that would have been so That would have been really cute. Yeah, or maybe it would have been really awesome. I'm not sure. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, I think we'll be back next week, Wednesday, regular time again. I have nothing weird travel-wise on the calendar. Actually, a couple weeks in a row. And then on September 4th, I'll be at Samsung's thing. So a couple weeks here, we might do three shows in a row. Look at us. Dang, I'll believe yeah. it. Yeah, really. All right, cool. Well, thanks, everyone, again, for joining us. Uh, episode 32 on the books. We are out of here. Deuce. Deuces. Yeah. Later.